Hello, welcome back to Broke on the Way to Wealthy. Well, broke on my way to Wealthy. This is episode 27. Uh, it's October 1st, 2021. I'm up at Weird Hour. It's 2 a.m. right now on Friday. It's been about a week since I started the post office training. And next week I should be completing it. And then going about work on a regular schedule. Don't quite know what that looks like yet. Got to drive the little postal truck and whatnot today. That was kind of neat. But I was curious on numbers for compounding and thought I calculate out things so that I could give you some better understanding in case any of you listening have trouble with comprehending the concept. Basically, compounding when thinking of investing upon uh, like the dividend ETF that I invest in right now. It Average is about $20 per share. Right now it's 19 something. But on average, it's right about 20 bucks for this past year or so that I've been watching it and putting money in, taking money out kind of situation. Now I'm just trying to put money in, not take any out. But at $20 a share, it's averaging roughly 8.4 cents per share each month, which isn't a whole lot when you think about it, but it adds up. And right now I'm only doing $40 a month into it, which basically buys me two shares per month. Sometimes a little more, sometimes a little less, but on average about two shares. And so my income is only really bumping up by about 20 cents or less each month unless I invest more but it's increasing and that's income I didn't have to break my back over earning so as little as it is like this past month it was 51 cents it's money that I don't have to do anything to earn I just let it accumulate And I have it set up to reinvest into the same shares. So that 51 cents helped buy a portion of another share to increase the payout for next month. So on top of the shares that I buy with cash that I'm adding to it, the shares that I already own are producing income and in turn buying more shares which is the basis of compounding. It's quite a nice concept. It doesn't really work as fast as interest on debt compounds, but income on investments can compound just the same, just usually at a slower rate. 
So normally I would try and calculate things out on like Excel or something, but right now my computer's down and uh, I haven't figured out how to do the compounding formula on Excel yet. I like using Excel, but I'm no expert. So I've learned as I've gone, looked up things and figured out little formulas here and there. But I took a piece of paper, a calculator and a pen, and sat here and calculated out two years of theoretical investments based off of what I'm shooting to invest once this post office gets going and all that where I'll be making decent money. I'm looking at investing a thousand per month into the shares and this is based off of a one-time investment per month not like I have it right now where it's every other week so the numbers will vary and in fact if I split it up to be twice a month it would increase this compounding effect not a whole lot but a little bit so here's what those numbers equate out to be at a thousand dollars a month twenty dollars a share that's fifty shares per month earnings of dividends for the first month would be four dollars and twenty cents nothing drastic but you think in the second month those four dollars twenty cents now go back into purchasing 0.21 shares so almost a quarter share on top of the 50 that my thousand dollar investment would buy and each month it goes like this compounding so second month it's eight dollars and forty two cents earned and then it reinvests and bumps it up again after one year the dividends earned accumulate to three hundred and thirty two dollars and seventy cents based off this formula that's not great but it's a lot better than what my savings account would do I'd get about I don't know maybe twenty cents or something for the year if I did the same amount of money saved away into a savings account and I can treat this kind of like a savings account in an emergency I can get the money back out by selling the shares and uh, bringing the money to my account it just would take me about a week to complete which in that case I've always planned to have a little bit in savings so that I can make it that week pretty much for anything anything that would cost enough where I would need this much money immediately I think they could hold off for a week so in theory this is my savings outside of my savings account but it's also another source of revenue now the downside is as I understand it tax wise the government here in the US taxes it like earned income 
when you have dividend income. So take that for what it's worth. Consult your CPA or your tax guy, whatever you do. Do some research if you consider such a option as dividend investing. But this is based off of my plans and my theoretical formulas so we'll see how it turns out right now I only have eight shares I don't have 50 or 100 shares I have eight and a fraction of another share and right now that's gonna produce me less than a dollar a month but it's compounding nonetheless just not at the rate that it would once I start dumping in a thousand per month then it can compound a whole lot faster so at the end of that first year making that three hundred and thirty two dollars and seventy cents for the year of dividend income I wouldn't have taken that out it would have bought new shares every month so that's how that would have compounded if I had taken it out I would end up with 600 shares and be making four dollars and twenty cents for every fifty so that's eight dollars forty cents for every hundred times six so not exactly great what would that be 48 um, about $50 and some change and instead I'll be making $51.58 per month after that 12th month and that's if I don't invest another dollar or take out another dollar I just leave it as is it'll produce that much and that's if I don't have that reinvest into it after 12 months it'll be a consistent $51.58 coming to my account which every dollar we make that we don't have to bust our backs for is always a win in my book but that's after one year now looking at the second year it gradually increases further at the end of year two it would be a hundred and five dollars and eighty two cents per month if I stopped at that point and just started collecting the dividend return rather than reinvesting it so from 51 to 105 it more than doubled and that's because of that minute change due to the dividend reinvestment it's not drastic at this point because we're talking small numbers but it's not too bad now at the end of that second year our total dividends earned through the two years would be thirteen hundred one dollar and fifty three cents 
that ain't bad. A thousand dollars, three hundred, a thousand three hundred and one dollars and fifty three cents. After investing twenty four thousand, so not exactly getting rich there, but thirteen hundred is thirteen hundred. Versus, what would you get if you put that in a savings account, like a dollar? Maybe a little more. Thirteen hundred, I'd I'd take that all day. <laughs> but that's after two years of doing a thousand steady every month. Now the difference from year one to year two is pretty drastic. It almost triples the amount of dividends that are produced in year two versus year one. Year one only produced $332.70 total. Year two did $968.83 because it had all that compounding effect. Each month you've added a thousand into the total, plus the dividends have reinvested and gradually has grown. So basically, the difference from the shares that you had purchased with outside money going into the account and the ones that the dividends have purchased after two years is. 59 and 3 quarter shares basically the you would have off the 24,000 would have bought you 1200 shares at the end of two years with the dividend reinvestment it's actually at 1259 shares and 78 hundredths of a, another share so just shy of 1260 but that's just two years of this. If you calculate it out and think about this, year three is going to go up even higher. Year four, year five, every year is just going to compound upon the previous years. And it's going to be pretty drastic. After ten years, you're going to have a decent sum of money coming in. Like right here on year two, you're now up over a hundred dollars already of income just for having your money parked in that uh, that investment over a hundred dollars for the price of a small car, like a little Toyota or something twenty four thousand doing 1000 a month that, I, I ain't complaining at that idea like the payment on a 24,000 car is gonna run you anywhere from 300 to 500 dollars roughly a month so it's not nearly as impressive as that but a hundred dollars every month coming in that you didn't have to work for for paying out that much money 
that's a fair trade, especially when that money isn't lost, like buying a car or whatever. When you buy a car, the value just drops off the second you drive it off the lot. And from there, it just keeps going down until it finally settles at a fairly low amount. But in this case, you're actually increasing the value of the money that you invested. So instead of the 24000 that you invested, now you have 25000 and three hundred dollars some change worth in your account so you actually went up by thirteen hundred that ain't bad well no yeah actually that would be how it'd go I'm a little tired if you can tell but I just had this on the mind and thought I'd share it so it's a pretty boring subject for most of the people out there but for trying to understand it a little better hopefully this helps I know it's a little complex of a thing for a lot of people like my brain works well with it but a lot of people just it's a concept hard to grasp It might be easier if you listen to this and write down the numbers as I have said them and then look at it or do the math yourself if you so please but I don't suggest it It took me a minute to calculate this out because I did number of shares dividend total income and I just went down the line month by month. It was a little tedious, but it it created a little bit of data for me to share with you in explaining this. So year one, you made $332. Year two, you made 968 Year three, I don't know it, but... If you go off that reasoning, you know it's going to be more. So each year increasing. And after year two, you've already increased your annual income by almost a grand. That ain't bad. That ain't bad at all. Think of how much your income raises each year especially if you're already in a career where there isn't major jumps to do. Most people are looking at a 3% increase. Think of something like this. In one year, it only jumped by 300. But in the second year, it now jumped by 1,000. That ain't a bad income increase. Like, if you're not filthy rich, I can imagine you're looking at this concept thinking, yeah, I could use the extra thousand a year. Or 
after year three, maybe two, three thousand a year, based off of just rough estimate. That wouldn't be bad, huh? If you're making forty, fifty thousand a year, and you add another thousand to it, that that ain't gonna hurt your pocketbook, huh? So just consider these thoughts. Like one year I made. 38,000 another year I made other numbers this year hopefully I do a little better well this coming year this past year was it was okay it wasn't anything to write home about a whole lot of struggle and whatnot but this coming year I'll be working for the post office and Possibly still with Papa John's, plus doing this investment stuff, and perhaps even get my VA claim through. We'll see. So, my income should rapidly increase and be at a pretty respectable amount. As it increases, I'll keep you all up to date because that's part of this whole journaling of my progression. My theories, my education that I keep acquiring in investing, because I've been at this for, what is it, over 10 years of research and study. And it's been a gradual progression for my part. Hopefully, you listening to this podcast will benefit from the knowledge I've accumulated and be able to do it at a faster rate than I'm doing because right now I'm 34 if I had known about this type of concepts and how things worked on a lot of different things that I've learned over the past decade like ETFs most people don't know about ETFs. Honestly, where would you get the knowledge if not from some source like this? Because it's not exactly taught in school. They don't teach you about investing and whatnot. Even in these accounting courses that I've taken and business courses, they don't cover this stuff. So, hopefully this podcast can reach plenty of ears and pique your interest out there and possibly help you, because I've already gone through the headache, I've already invested tons of money into my education through various means, like owning a business and whatnot. So hopefully it benefits you. But there's my short bit about compounding and trying to better explain the concept and give examples. It is a little bit to wrap your head around, especially if you don't have it in front of you being explained. So don't feel bad if you don't quite grasp it at first maybe replay this podcast or listen to others that 
talk about the subject and slowly uh, get to a point where it all makes sense for you. And then do your own equation. Calculate up something that you think might be a good investment. If you see something and you see its behavior, take those numbers, do a rough equation to figure up how it would benefit you as far as how much would you need to put in, how much return would it be, and would you be reinvesting that to let it compound or what? Play around with this type of stuff. That's best way to learn is other than doing and costing yourself a decent amount. But outside of that, just fiddling with the numbers and running equations through a computer or getting out the calculator and paper and pen like I did and figuring it up then it starts making more sense once you see it in front of you and you've calculated it out for me I understood the rough idea but I never really grasped how drastic it could be and even these numbers I've discussed in this episode are not that drastic like most of you might not have a thousand to invest per month but do like I'm doing right now invest 20 bucks or something and as you get more money invest more as you get up in your income and whatnot this will have compounded plus whatever retirement plans you have put together and so it can naturally help you retire one day or just give you more options the whole idea of being financially independent is to be able to be free no longer tethered to your paycheck so this is just another tool in that toolbox educate yourself on it if you have trouble understanding it shoot me an email I don't mind going over it with you better explaining concepts because that's basically what I'm doing this for try and educate anyone I can Uh, I'm not getting a financial gain from it but hopefully you do hopefully my knowledge base and whatnot of all this struggle will help you avoid some of it but outside of that I guess just have a great time with any thing you're doing at the moment. Best of luck to all you in your careers and pursuits. And have a nice day. This will end episode 27. Until next time, take care people.